Hello, dear devotees of Guruji. Welcome to Season 4 of the Chela de Chela podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Roberts, and the podcast is sponsored by Soul Calls Infinity. If you'd like more information, you can write to me at brenda at soulcallsinfinity.org. This season of the podcast features a special series on Kriya Bonds and COVID. The series explores some insights into the COVID journey as experienced by various Kriya Bonds as they endeavor to live the life and serve the work. No matter how we may feel about COVID, there are three things from Guruji's teachings which are rooted in truth for us as disciples. One, we chose to incarnate at this time. Two, everything that occurs for us as individuals has at its core the task and potential to bring us closer to God and represents the next step in our spiritual unfoldment. And three, with Guruji's loving care assured and recognized, we will succeed in coming to that place where only love is our consciousness and abode. The words of Sister Gyanamata give powerful guidance. See nothing but your goal ever shining before you. Each episode is uniquely inspiring, and we are reminded of what Brother Chidanandaji wrote in his letter of October 2018. Brother G writes, Never underestimate the positive effect of your spiritual efforts on your well-being, on those around you, and on humanity at large. Guruji said, one who in every way tries to uplift himself, harmonizing body, mind, and soul with the divine, creates positive karma not only in his own life, but in his family, neighborhood, country, and world. Join us now for a thought-provoking, soul-touching episode of Season 4 of the Chela de Chela podcast, Kriya Bonds and COVID. And in this episode, we are going to be talking with Gert. Hello, Gert. 
Hello, Brenda. It's a joy to talk to you. Again, again. Uh, <laughs> Garrett has been with us before on the Chela de Chela podcast. And if you haven't heard it or if you want to hear it again, it's on season one, episode eight. Meet Garrett. And Garrett, for those that um, don't know you uh, around the world, because we've, we're over 5,000 uh, listens now, um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Reintroduce yourself, if you will, Garrett, uh, your name, where you are, what temple you go to or, or, or meditate with, and, um, and what you do for a living, marital status, kids, the whole, the whole Megillah, quickly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so um, my name is Garrett. That's what they call me. And um, I live currently in the northern part at the Lake Maggiore between Milan and Turin in Italy in the countryside. And we have a small uh, circle, a very active circle, SRF circle here. And I'm married the second time with no children, but a very big spiritual family, <laughs> lots of friends, lots of spiritual friends. And uh, so that keeps me busy as well. I'm serving in uh, different um, uh, different wings of the Yogananda Seva. And uh, what I do for a living is I'm helping people who have problems um, of body, mind with therapies in the alternative field wow and you're if i recall correctly garrett you're you're uh, rather rooted in ayurvedic right i'm i'm actually rooted um, in ayurveda and in the ayurvedic principles um, of our you know we have three bodies but we have five sheets with five koshas and uh, I apply a method that also allows to, um, to identify in the deeper kosha levels. Baguchi says, it, you know, all the causes are in the mind, mm. the problems, and work not only on the symptom, which everybody has in the physical field, but also more towards um, dissolving what has caused it. Yes. Okay. So I have two quick questions about that, Garrett. Um, how long have you been doing this? I know you've studied in India under various teachers of right. Ayurveda. Um, so how long have you been doing it? Well, I started in uh, my study started in 1995, where I spent three years in India to study Ayurveda. Wow. Not with full cow. Uh, course where well, it would be five years, but I was not interested in pharmacology because none of those uh, recipes and remedies were available where I wanted to practice. So I took the three years. Mm. And then I evolved, of course, um, uh, in introducing also our native European herbs. Mm-hmm. Because Ayurveda identifies just the energy part of it and applies it according to uh, the disease energy pattern. Mm-hmm. And v- going further, I discovered 
but yes, I can help a great deal with that knowledge to alleviate the symptoms and they go back, but I also realized they come again. So I, I was wondering, there must be a deeper cause than the symptoms which I could locate even in the energy distribution where we have all the energy channels where the Ayurvedic massages do a great job, but I could see that there is more. And so I was looking, how can that be identified or worked on with the Vedic knowledge? And I found um, uh, he is uh, also practicing in the US. I enlarged it uh, with the ability to go into the other three kosha level, which is emotional part, which is our mindset with where we have our beliefs. And the deepest level, of course, uh, as we know, is the causal body, which has in it the thought of our body, how it is should be created in this lifetime, where also we find rooted the DNA system. And yeah. as we know, as Gucci also explains in the autobiography, DNA can be altered mainly, of course, more, most effectively through meditation. Yes, yes. Okay, G, thank you for that. Now, the question that remains for me uh, regarding your service in the world is, um, does someone have to be right where you live or do you do it energetically or, or um, Zoom meetings? I mean, how do you practice? Well, uh, my work, if it goes to the deeper level where the mind is, is uh, located, then it can be done also remotely. But the thing is, I cannot do the work the person then has to do. So my help is about identifying, um, I would say, necessary exercises that that person then has to do on a most daily basis, because if there are no changes in those fields, there will be no effects. Gotcha. And the consciousness can only be effectively altered by the person who owns the consciousness. Boy, that's really profound. That's that's so true. And uh, profundity is simple, right? Like God is simple and all else is complex. That was a right. great, <laughs> great statement. Okay, dear heart, we're going to move on now. Um, before we get to the actual um, relationship between sadhana and this COVID era, I just want to ask you, um, have you had uh, contact with anyone that has been uh, COVID diagnosed? Right. One client in particular, I was treating when also, also with massages. So I did have actual contact with him. Uh -huh. And uh, he was diagnosed, uh, you know, from from the doctors as having COVID, and he had a struggle with it. Oh. And he he did it uh, with alternative uh, um, um, solutions. Mm. So he's still and, alive. Okay. And um, did that have uh, any effect on you personally? That you can. Uh... By, by the time, it was not right in the beginning, by the time I was more 
uh, in ease uh, with the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it didn't make a difference whether I have one who is not diagnosed or one who is diagnosed. Okay, very good. Now we're going to get to the nitty gritty of, of this uh, series, Creabons and COVID. And I want to ask you, like I've asked everyone on this series, if you would give me three words, please, Gert, that typify or describe the COVID era for you personally. Three words that come to mind. Mm. Well, three words, three feelings, because it was an array of feeling, worry, 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 Uh confusion, confusion, understanding, and contentment. Four. I I, I told you four. You did. Okay. I think we're going to put worry and confusion in the first in the first bucket. Okay. Okay. And uh, contentment. Okay. Well, this has a, has, has a definite progression looking to it. All right. So here's the overlay. If you can share with us uh, to your comfort level regarding these three areas, what challenges you may have encountered, how you have dealt with them or are dealing with them, if there are any practices or thoughts or attitudes that have helped you uh, and... Um, and then uh, finally, what lesson did you learn? So that's kind of an overview. So let's talk about, let's get this first one out of the way. Uh, worry and confusion. What challenges and how did you deal with that? How did that, how did that manifest and how did you deal with it? And where was Guruji in the process? Well, I was uh, uh, pretty much finding to a large deal my comfort, my uh, safety, and my sense of freedom in the outer world conditions, mm-hmm. which of course, uh, when made me worry and confused once uh, I saw this situation is unfolding worldwide, mm-hmm. you know, not just in one country, but worldwide. Mm-hmm. And uh, when all the um, uh, 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 pandemic uh, uh, restrictions, I, I would, uh, rather call it pandemic because first of all, God, as I understand, God planned this world with crisis, so it's it's planned. You know, I I have now gained the understanding. Mm-hmm. It's actually God who cre- created and planned those crises, so it's a pandemic mm. in a sense. Mm. And and the second part, of course, God needs uh, in His drama people who play along with it. And so it's, uh, you know, there are people who plan or t- who, who act in the plan of pandemic. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, all what I wanted to say in that okay. direction. Okay, very good. So the lesson for you was to know that, that God has a hand in it. And I, I, I'm, of course, my mind goes to, well, but wait a minute, you know, there's karma here and, and all the, um, the uh, situations that come to us are not imposed, but rather um, uh, are brought to us for our highest good. So Mm. when you, uh, how do you, how do you connect those two? Because at the outset, it sounds like, oh, well, God's got it all planned and 
And so um, it's... Well, for a long time, I had a riddle with uh, what Robert Chitananda, which was one of the greatest sources for my inspiration in that time. And uh, he said one thing, which was a riddle in the beginning for me. Mm. He said, okay, uh, it's like that. If you learn the lesson, the crisis ends for you. And if not, he said, it will continue another crisis, another crisis, another crisis. Wow. What's wow. That? Wow. I don't remember that. Thank you for bringing that one up. Whoa. That, that's, uh, uh, we're going to think about that because it has a lot of application, doesn't it? I mean, it's not just, <laughs> not just COVID. It could be anything and is anything. Right, right. So, I, so that, that, that really left me spellbound and, and I didn't have a clue what it means in the beginning. Uh, I could only repeat it and, and thought, well, whoa. There's something to it, but what is the lesson? I mean, it comes later what lesson learned. What has helped me is I remembered Ma's dream. And Ma said that we are entering now the time she foresaw in the vision in Babaji's cave. She saw the outstretched hand of Maya or of the devil, however you want to call it, being into the whole world, and that means in all areas. Mm. So when I, I thought, well, it must be like this at the moment. And when Ma said another thing, which was very profound for me, she said, spiritualize the senses. Mm to end the drama. Mm. And then I thought, wow, spiritualize the senses. What's that? And then came another hint. And it came from our dear brother Ishtananda. And he even said, be a spiritual realist. Mm. And then it made me think, what is the realist? What is a realist? What is real and what is true? And I came to some profound understanding when Gucci said, when you repeat a word in prayer or affirmation, you just don't repeat a word, but you have to dive in into the inner meaning in the truth it conveys. Uh-huh. And so reality, of course, is a, is a Latin, you know, in Latin word. And um, what does it mean? What does that mean? And it in English, it means uh, um, stuff or things. So what is in this drama? What is the stuff in this drama? Is Maya, isn't it? Mm. It's delusion. Mm. Okay, then uh, reality is a delusion. But what is truth? Well, truth is spirituality, isn't it? The spirit is truth. Mm. So spirituality should be truth. And now if I combine the two and really look into that, then where, what is the truth in delusion? And Gucci says, you know, when you experience on 
the cinema of life a disaster when turn around and look at the beam and you see the light, isn't yes. it? Yes, yes, yes. So the light in the delusion must be what a spiritual realist needs to see. Mm. Well, in me, I can say that. I haven't realized that, but I can say that divine light shines in me. I'm still on my path to realize it. Mm. But the brother Nandamoy further says, you know, you have to convince yourself. And mm. I was thinking, boy, what is convincing myself? And I understand it. I have to hold on to the truth, even though I don't feel it or perceive it like this. Wow. Wow. And then Brother Nandamoy says further, he says, feeling comes after convincing yourself. Mm. So, okay, when I hold on to it, I say, well, the light is in that, you know, in that Maya, in that delusion, and I hold on to it. And so I understand in this crisis, nothing, uh, for me, nothing stayed the same like I believed it was before. It was a belief, I, I realized, because there is no, as Guruji says, there's no security in life, isn't it? Mm, mm. In, in the life we experience, in the drama we experience, because it's all a show. Wow. Real, real to me, yes, I suffer. If I do something, I feel it, but it has no truth. Wow, Garrett, you've really, you've really plumbed the depths of, of, uh, of this and, and of Guruji's teachings. That's, it's so evident. Uh, when did you come on the path? I've forgotten. Uh, I, I luckily found it in 86, 1986. Uh, boy, those years have gone by fast, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> filled, filled with opportunity to realize the truth of Guruji's wisdom and, uh, and apply it as best we can. Uh, right. As Hold best. on. Hold on. Yeah. Banat, banat, banjai. Absolutely. So did we kind of segue into the understanding or was there more on, on that second word, that understanding? Well, we, of course, that's the understanding. Uh, the understanding is about really be a spiritual realist, spiritualize my senses. My senses, my senses relate uh, crisis Okay, uh, that's what, what, what I perceive. So, so uh, say a little bit more about the understanding or did we cover it or is, is there? The understanding for me is I cannot rest with the sense perception. I have to see behind God's light shining into it. Wow. And that's in everything. And I'm not perceiving it. I'm not there yet, but I, I take it more serious to hold on, you know, to convince myself. 
Bravanandamoy has a tape where he says, you know, you have to convince yourself that Guruji is in you. And when I look in my spiritual eye, I behold darkness. So, well, um, where is Guruji for me? And he says, you have to convince yourself because Guruji says so. Okay, do I believe it? Or do I just say, well, I don't perceive it, so it cannot be. No, I believe it. You are there. I, I, I don't feel it. I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, but I hold on. That's what I can do. Mm -hmm. It's in my grasp to hold on and say, I refuse everything else, what I perceive, and I hold on. It's you. Wow. Wow. We, you know what, we could end this right here because that is just amazing and fantastic. And I'm sure there are many, many Kriyabans out there listening that are, or will listen, that are uh, going to say Jai Guru to that. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm reminded also, Garrett, about uh, Brother Ananamoy's, um talk on affirmation. It just so happens that that's the one I grabbed about a month ago and, and have had in the car and listened to over and over and over again. And his correlation between um, affirmation, intuition, and, and this, this understanding and this realization. And I, I think you have actually quoted from that particular time. You're right, right, yeah. right. So if anybody was listening, um, Garrett and I agreed, we would highly recommend listening to Brother Anonymous. Uh, CD on affirmation. I think it's the power of affirmation. Right, and right. Listen to it again and again and again, you know? Yes. Uh, gosh, and, and that's it's the way. And also wanted to kind of back up here and just say when Garrett is talking about Ma, I will not assume that everybody that's listening knows. So that's our dear Diamata that uh, uh, Garrett is referring to. Um, there, are, there are a few Ma's that are contemporary, but um, he is referring to uh, Diamata G. So, okay, Garrett, I think we've concluded on the understanding word descriptor. Let's go to contentment. I don't, I don't know how that could be any better than that, that what you've just given us, but <laughs> <laughs> roll on, baby, and talk on. Well, contentment, of course, it's... I'm contented with my exercises to hold on. And I have to uh, put a bit further because contentment for, for me is a practice. Oh, that's and how do you, how do you, you mean it's a conscious thing you, 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 it's a practice that comes through practice. It doesn't come um, through sitting on my chair. It comes through practice of the wonderful affirmations. Ah. And this is the most grateful I am to uh, um, brother Chitananda's great, who made him great. And I suppose he did very well in it. <laughs> so I, I took it and I, I took the challenge to... Uh, work with it and it's amazing what it can do for me okay G and hold on hold on now 
Um, brother has given, Chittanandaji has given uh, more than one affirmation. So share with us, please, which affirmation? Well, they are flowing in each other. Two particular one where he talks about how to overcome the stress in, in work-related areas. Mm -hmm. And the other one he related to us when he was talking about the second wave hitting India. Mm. I don't remember the title of the talk he gave, but he, he gave it after the deep concern he yes. received from Indian devotees. Yes. And in, in this um, particular, he related to us the following affirmation. And he said, that's applicable to everything we face. Mm. And it goes like, Heavenly Father, may thy power increase in me. Keep me in the positive consciousness that with thy help, I can always overcome my difficulties. And then it flows into the second one. By your grace and power, I will succeed. Yes, 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 yes. Well, uh, the first one was lost on me. I didn't pick that up um, in his talk. So thank you for that. And thank you for enunciating it so clearly so that um, anyone that wants to can, can uh, practice it and, and actually review it and look up those, those talks. And um, he, gave, he gave a few, you know, and that right. last one, um, I also... Uh, find myself um, coming back to coming back to and and for me um, I hit a period that I was feeling very um, I'm not inept is the word that comes to mind although it's not an accurate one but I felt um, one of those periods where you're just slugging through mud you know it's just or molasses or it's like every step seems to be um, um, to take great effort and willpower to get through it. It's kind of like a spiritual fog or something, although not a spiritual fog, but I, I don't know, maybe mental or, or with consciousness. And so I added um, the, af the word I can and I will succeed through your grace and power and right. and knowing that nothing happens without god's grace and power uh, but right. for me there was there was an added uh need to convince myself that mm. i can do what's in front of me i can do what's been assigned to me right. i have everything i need to do it i can and Chidanandaji's point was will. He was talking about willpower right. to add willpower to God's grace and 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 right. and power. So I can and I will succeed through through your grace and your power. And poof, you know that's a that's a fog dispelling affirmation for me. <laughs> 
So, oh gosh, thanks, Garrett. It's just been great talking to you. Now, the last question I have, and and you've kind of uh, segued into that too, is in this COVID era, era, having come through it to this point, what are you most grateful for or, or one of the most grateful things, one of the things you're most grateful for? Um, having had all those imposed lockdowns mm. gave me a great deal of time because it was not possible to travel much also here in Europe. You know, you had to have uh, a written uh, declaration and if it was not worthwhile, you would get a fine. So wow. you, know, you could not just go somewhere. Mm. But on the same time, you know, those online meditations uh, were starting and uh, weekends, of course, there was nothing happening. So a few friends, uh, uh, you know, where we regularly also met, uh, thought, why not establish now through the same medium of Zoom, longer periods of meditation at the weekends? Like, you know, here in Europe, we have the last meditation Saturday evening with a three-hour meditation officially from the... SRF now uh, online meditation center mm-hmm. and uh, Sundays there was nothing but uh, centers were closed circle were closed so what to do and we said well we have time so we established for our meditation Sunday morning from 7 to 11 three hour meditation Sunday evening from 7 to 10 and Monday morning we time change, you know, time difference. We don't have any meditation. So also we said, well, why not? Monday morning, 7 to 10, a three-hour meditation. So that was our weekend schedule every single weekend. Wow. wow. You know, I'm hearing this from so many different people. They've gotten together with a few of their friends or a few of their group or more than a few. And uh, so in addition to the online meditations, we have all these private gatherings that are our Guruji's disciples. And I'm thinking that uh, remembering master said um, thousands, not what did he, did he say? Millions, millions, yes. thousands only are needed uh, to bring on the new age. And of course I'm paraphrasing, but uh, it's happening. You know, right. it's not just the online meditations. Devotees, right. devotees are rising to this opportunity and it is it is an opportunity if we so see it um, right. and so it's it's almost like if we knew about all these private ones that are going on you could hop into a meditation 24 hours a day well, that's true <laughs> that's true that's true that's virtually true that's wow. virtually true wow. i mean well, we didn't have them if there was a retreat you know something right. like that right. because uh, we set the preference but where there was nothing mm-hmm. so what can we do so we filled in the gap and wow. it made it made really 
up for it because here, of course, we had time to practice affirmations. Mm-hmm. We, we really took time. We have Sunday mornings reading of the lessons, you know, the most important lessons we fought. Mm-hmm. And that really, that really came together. Okay. And that, I would say, was the most important ingredient for all this beautiful realizations that came out of this crisis. And the lesson I'm, I'm so thankful uh, to um, have had a bit of light. What is the lesson? And the lesson is what Guruji says, or Krishna said, get out of my ocean of suffering. Because if we don't suffer in one or the other way, we keep on, Maya is so strong, we keep on keeping on being in Maya. Mm. And so what I'm, what I would say, I'm grateful for all the divine guidance which was interwoven, mm-hmm. most of all from our dear brothers and sisters in the monastic order, mm-hmm. who so timely inspired us mm-hmm. and myself with all those wonderful wonderful nuggets of divine wisdom. Yes, yes. And even though it appeared to me in the very beginning that God is throwing stones with all this drama, and there is also a story, as you know, you know, some gurus throw stones against the disciple, mm-hmm. and those who take it the wrong way, they disappear. Mm-hmm. And those who take them and take them home have found golden nuggets. Yes, yes. And so, you know, in the beginning, of course, it was all a nuisance and, and a difficulty and a worry and mm-hmm. also fear. Mm-hmm. But later on, it developed in, in such an understanding that the divine is behind. Wow. Wow. And the divine was even behind before, but I had no pressure <laughs> of this drama to really dive into it. Yes. yes. Because my comfort was pretty much related on security. You know, my therapy work broke down to almost nothing because people couldn't travel. Mm. You know, they allowed, of course, uh, uh, if they had uh, official reason to go to hospital, but everything else mm. was on hold. Mm. So, uh, you know, several things, of course, uh, were not in order. Mm -hmm. So it it forced me to go deeper. And especially, I'm very grateful to have been penetrating that. And I'm still establishing it. But I'm convinced what God's will is for me doesn't depend on my subconscious influence, which I have still, but God's will for me as for everybody else is that I live in perfect health, in eternal abundance and eternal joy and bliss. Mm. 
and I have given up to hold on to any other rubbish which comes out of my subconscious stored memories mm. of my past karma. Mm. Well, what a blessing. And it, it just goes to, uh, once again, underscore the, uh, the byline of the Taylor to Taylor podcast is that it is a wonderful life with Guruji in it, isn't it? So Right. <laughs> so right. I, I am, for that reason, I am grateful for all the struggle. It was a struggle. Mm. It is maybe still a struggle, whatever comes up, you never know. <laughs> what tomorrow comes up, but I'm very grateful, very grateful. All right, dear heart. All right. Thank you. I am grateful. Also, uh, you know, uh, beyond words, beyond, beyond comprehension, even, I'm sure. But in this one little vein, a ray of gratitude goes to you, Garrett, for sharing so uh, freely and heartfeltly uh, once again. And uh, so Jai Guru, Garrett, thank you. Jai Guru, dear Brenda, Jai Guru. Jai Guru, Jai Ma. Bye. Pranams, pranams to you. Well, dear friends, isn't it wonderful to appreciate anew that no matter what comes or goes, in our endeavors and aspirations to live the life and serve the work, that we are not alone and that it is a wonderful life with Guruji in it. Let us close with listening again and taking to heart these powerful words of Brother Chidanandaji. Never underestimate the positive effect of your spiritual efforts on your well-being, on those around you, and on humanity at large. Guruji said, one who in every way tries to uplift himself, harmonizing body, mind, and soul with the divine, creates positive karma not only in his own life, but in his family, neighborhood, country, and world. Jai Guru Jai Ma This time of trusting I'm